Welcome to the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We're located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're glad you've tuned in. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll-free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson shares a message titled, A Small Light in a Dark World. John chapter 6 and verse 51 says, I am the living bread that comes from heaven. And anyone that eateth of that bread shall live forever. He is the living bread that came down from heaven. And anyone who eats of this bread will live forever. This is a bread that is not a materialistic thing, but this is God, the Son of God, Jesus Christ himself. Lift those hands all over this place. Eternal Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you this day. This very special day, we say thank you. Thank you for a day in which we consecrate ourselves. Thank you for a day in which we rededicate ourselves. Thank you for the anointing that has destroyed every yoke and burden in our lives. We thank you for supernatural victories in advance. Victories we don't even know about yet. We say thank you. Touch those that are sick and shut in. Touch those that are depressed, hurt, and lonely. Remind them that not only are you a healer, but you are a mind regulator. Now may God and God alone have his way in this service. Let the words of our mouth, the meditations of our heart, be acceptable in your sight. You are our strength and our redeemer. It is in your name we pray and give thanks. And all of those who know it is so, join in with the choir and help us worship the living bread. Come on, yeah, yeah. somebody give God your best praise let us celebrate our worship and arts ministry 
Amen. Listen, as we remain standing on this very special day, it is so good to see so many of you. My heart has been encouraged all day. This morning at our 8 o'clock service, we had people all in the balcony worshiping God. Amen. The devil is a liar. Somebody says, y'all know COVID is not over. I say, you do know God has never been over again. <laughs> And we'll never be over again. So thank you so much for being here. So many of you are here today. And to our couples ministry, thank you for that awesome presentation. Uh, powerful black couples as we celebrate Couples Month. We congratulate them and we encourage you to participate in these events. We are so happy to see our dear sister. We were just praying for her last Sunday. Amen. Minister Brittany Jacomonas, who was in the hospital. She's here in the balcony. But God. She's in the hospital for over three or four weeks. Came out of the hospital and realized that she had got a promotion on her job. She's now Captain Brittany Jacomonas. Thank you. Somebody shout, but God, but. Y'all, y'all, y'all hold up before church breaks out. Because you, you know what God told me, y'all hold, hold, hold. God told me only God can take something the devil thought he had you down. And when it was over, God promoted you up. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Ah, somebody say, but God, but, but God. Thank you. Amen. I thought I would just share that because what he's done for others, <laughs> he'll do the same for you. There's a word from the Lord. There's a word. There's a word. Amen. God bless you. There's a word from the Lord. On this very special day, I said to our 8 o'clock audience, this is my favorite Sunday of the year. I love this more than Christmas service, any other service, because it gives us an opportunity to rededicate and to consecrate ourselves to the Lord. For 51 weeks, we come to church looking for God to do something for us. <laughs> this Sunday, Elder Sarah, we ought to say, Lord, I'm doing this for you. Yeah. Amen, somebody. And so I need you to bear with me. Look at somebody and say, don't rush him. Don't rush him. I want to take my time and preach this message. It's a special message. We are deviating from the theme. We will return to the theme next Sunday. This is a very special consecration, rededication message. And y'all certainly keep my mother and my wife in prayer. Amen. We do know that God is a healer. It was hard enough to try to preach without my wife. I came to church and said, where's my mom? They say she's sick. They had to hold me down. I was getting in my car about to drive to her house, and they said, she, she's all right, she's all right, she's all right. I said, all right now. I said, I was going to tell Mac, you better preach. I got to check on mama. Amen, amen. 
Amen. Mother King got to check on mama. Yeah. Amen, somebody. She's all right. She's watching right now, probably praising the Lord in her living room. St. Matthew's, the gospel that has been recorded by St. Matthew's chapter 5, verses 14 through 16, the New Living Translation. This very special consecration, rededication message. I want to, want to just warn you as I did during eight, this isn't one of those get all happy and excited, run around the church, jump up and shout, you may. But this is one that my father used to call the soft rain that really wets the ground. Y'all do know a lot of those hard rains don't really wet the ground. Sometimes a soft, steady rain goes down to the roots. Listen to what Jesus says. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. To all of the leaders of Bible Way, I want to personally thank you. To our wonderful deacons ministry, thank you. Wonderful ministerial staff, to our volunteer staff, our ushers, parking lot, everybody. I'm missing somebody now, everybody who serves. Thank you, our media team, our business office, all of you. On this day of rededication and consecration, thank you. I said to the church, I want you to hear this. Any organization that's ran by one person is a bad organization. If you got to run everything by one person, if you got to just stroke one person's ego all the time to make everybody else happy, it's a bad organization. I don't care if it's a church, a school, or your family. I can't look at what it is. That's bad. But I thank God for shared leadership. Amen. Listen to this. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. You are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one, verse 15 says, lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. And those who love God's word, help me say amen. 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 For the next few moments, I want to speak to you from this very special subject on this very special day. The subject is entitled, A Small Light in a Dark World. Look at somebody before you sit down and it says, Shine your light in a dark world. Clap those hands as you take your seat. A small light in a dark world. Were, I want to talk to you this morning. I want to share the sentiments of my heart as it relates to rededication and consecration. On May 1st of 2023, 
the National Geographic Channel premiered a very powerful and inspiring eight-episode miniseries that I had the honor to see, and it was entitled A Small Light. Somebody help me say A Small Light. This powerful series was about a very courageous young Dutch woman by the name of Meep Geese who risked her life and everything she and her young husband had in 1942 in order to protect a Jewish family headed by an iconic figure now known as Otto Frank during the Nazi occupation of Amsterdam during the Second World War. Me, Geese, and her husband opened their house and for months, maybe even more than a year, they protected this family, a father, a mother, I think there were two daughters and other members of the family from the Nazi soldiers who were patrolling the streets of Amsterdam looking for Jewish families to kill. She opened her heart. She opened her house. She sacrificed her life. One of the young daughters in that family's name was Anne Frank. Perhaps you've heard that name. When asked by the reporters, when Miss Geese was asked by the reporters after the war about her heroic actions, this incredible young lady was quoted as saying this. And I want you to see this quote. As many of you know, I am a student of historical quotes. I love them. They're all over my office, all over my house. They're everywhere. Because I think you can be motivated by iconic words from people who've been through things. Listen to this quote uh, from Mrs. Geese to a reporter. When the reporter says, how do you feel to be a hero? She wrote, and I quote, I don't like being called a hero because no one should ever think you have to be special to help others. The church ought to say amen. No one should ever think you have to be special to help others. Then she went on to say these words, which the documentary took as its theme. She said, and I quote, even an ordinary secretary or a housewife or a teenager can turn on a small light in a dark room. <laughs> Thus, the subject, a small light in a dark room, motivated the documentary. 
She says, even ordinary people who can just turn on a small light in a dark room. Like had somebody say, cut on your light. Shine your light. Because this young woman, listen to how her testimony materialized and has blessed the world. Because this young Dutch woman was willing to be a small light in a dark room, and I would say in a dark world, one of the greatest literary works describing the atrocities of the Holocaust was published. And that work has been read by millions and millions and millions of people all over the world. The publication is called The Diary of Anne Frank. Anne Frank was a teenage daughter that she protected in her house. Anne Frank went on to publish, uh, to write this diary, not knowing that it would be turned into a book. And eventually... <laughs> Uh, Anne Frank lost her life in a Nazi concentration camp when they finally caught up to her family. And sometimes later, as me, Geese, and others were cleaning out the room that they stayed, she found this diary that this young teenager wrote. And she turned this diary over to some and historians got it and turned it over uh, to publications and they published the diary of Anne Franks. To this day, to this day, scholars call this perhaps the most explicit emotional story of how one survived and tried to survive during the Holocaust. Anne Frank never would have written a diary if Meeb Geese had not opened up her house and allowed her and her family to live with her for a year. We would have never known the stress that went on in the lives of people who every morning had to get up and wonder, could this be my last day? If a brave young non-Jewish woman would not have opened up her house and her heart to strangers. I thought about this. I thought about this. As God told me to prepare this rededication, consecration message. And God said to me, to those of us who are people of faith, uh, we ought to know what the Lord expects. And the Lord expects us to make a difference in this world. Uh, perhaps this incredible quote of this young woman should come to mind. When you ask God, what have you called me to do? Uh, perhaps this ought to come to mind. How we as ordinary people, somebody say ordinary people, can make a difference in the lives of others simply by becoming a small light 
in a dark world. You don't need a title to cut on the light. You don't need a position to cut on the light. You don't need a badge or a collar around your neck to cut on the light. No one has to put you in charge of anything to cut on the light. You don't have to be first in line to be used to cut on the light. We all have been given the light. The question is, will we all shine our light in a dark world? I am convinced that is what Jesus intended uh, when he spoke these iconic words that are found in our text in Matthew's gospel, chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5 is the first of three chapters that are known as the Sermon on the Mount. It is the first teaching discourse in the New Testament. It is Jesus and the words of Jesus on paper in the lives of others. God knew what he was doing when he made this the focal point of the New Testament. Begins the New Testament with these words. He begins with this discourse. He begins by showing believers. Now, keep in mind, Matthews chapter 5, 6, and 7 were not ever intended to be for the world. These are the words that were given to those of us who will claim to be faith walkers so that we can be inspired to touch the world. But God knew that I've got to touch the believers first. I've got to touch people who get a little depressed. Those who may feel like I'm not being used enough. Those who may feel that I'm not sure what my role is. Everyone has a role. And your role starts with cutting on the light. You can be like this young Dutch Amsterdam woman who put on the light who say, I, I'm not a hero. I'm just a secretary, a housewife, and a young woman who knew that I had to do something. <laughs> Am I preaching to anybody? Because see, some of you are still waiting on your ordination papers. That's why at the Randolph Franklin this year, I said to the staff, we aren't ordaining anybody. We're not appointing any new deacons, any new ministers, any new elders. Why? Because we want you to get it in the inside first. We want to make sure you've got the light in you before you think you can be the light for anybody else. God's got to save you before you can act like you want to save anybody else. Anybody want God to do something special for you? Hear my Lord! Send me. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, is an iconic Old Testament passage. Isaiah writes, and in the year uh, the king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne, and his train filled the temple. Drop down to verses 5 and 6, and he said, and then the Lord asked the question, whom shall I send, and who will go for me? Isaiah said in, in verse number six, hear my Lord, send me. Anybody know, Lord, I'll go. 
Don't fool me. Somebody say, Lord, I'll go. If I've got to go by myself, I'll go. I don't need papers or credentials, I'll go. I don't need anybody to call my name, I'll go. I don't need a title, I'll go. I don't need a consecration or elevation. I don't need folk to make me something the world doesn't need anymore of. Preach, Pastor Jackson. Last thing the world needs is another highfalutin, egotistical, prima donna person that just got a promotion. If you can't move until somebody lays hands on you, then you're in the wrong place. Because God says, I lay hands on you every morning you wake up. You are filled with the anointing to be the light of God. If you see somebody in the grocery store, shine your light. On your job, shine your light. Playing basketball, shine your light. Wherever you go, shine your light. Cutting your neighbor's grass, shine your I'm sick of church as usual. Y'all probably figured that out now. That's why I don't, I don't do big church organization well. I, I, I don't do big events with all of that stuff well because I, I, just, I just say, we got enough of that. But that doesn't help anybody who's about to take their life. Somebody sent me an email just the other day from Orangeburg. One of our members said, pray for my family. My sister just lost her teenage son to suicide. Uh, He just decided that I, I, I just can't live anymore. Too much is going on in my life. And the Lord says, not one arrogant prima donna makes any difference in that person's life. We need some ordinary person just to shine the light and be able to put their arms around somebody and say, you can make it because the God I serve is a way maker and he's a mind regulator and a heart shine the light shine the light Jesus in this powerful text writes these words he began by saying you're the salt of the earth and and, and if the salt has lost its its flavor what good is it then he says in verse 14 chapter 5 verses 14, 15 and 16 Allow me to read that and just share with you three instances. I want to make sure I still have time to preach this. Do I have time to give you what God told me to share? Listen to the text. Go with me and read the text. It says, you are the light of the world. Uh, I want to read it again because I, I want it to sink in. You are a town built on a hill. Cannot be hidden Jesus goes on to say, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. (laughs) In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven listen to these three key important insights taken directly from this text 
Insight number one is this. We are, we as believers, we as faith walkers, we are to represent God's presence on earth by becoming a small light in a dark world. For the text says, you are the light of the world. You have an assignment. <laughs> no one needs to lay hands on you for you to cut on your light. You have an assignment. Your assignment is to shine your light in the darkness. And you are to become God's presence on earth. Here is how the kingdom principle should work. People ought to see your life and see how happy you are even in times of distress. People ought to watch you on the job. And when everybody else is about to lose their mind, you are full of joy. People ought to watch you in troubled times. They ought to watch people dog you and get on your nerve and you don't open your mouth, but you smile and love them anyhow. Look at somebody and say, cut on the light. They ought to witness you being cussed out and still saying, but I love you anyhow. And not retaliate and not respond because you are the light. They ought to witness you having no money, not knowing how you're going to make ends meet, uh, broke, busted, but not disgusted because God is on your side. They ought to watch you give God your best praise on your worst days. They ought to watch a broke person act like a billionaire. They ought to watch a sick person act like you're already healed. Shine the light. Tell somebody to shine the light. They ought to see you coming to church in pain, pressing your way out. If you got to lean on a stick, keep going. If you got to push a walker, keep going. If somebody got to hold you by your hand, keep going. And you ought to say, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Tell your neighbor, let it shine. Let it shine. You are to represent the presence of God. I take that very serious. And so even at times when I wanted to do something, I, I was involved in a heated debate, state house, and just kind of got beside myself and realized uh, that I really did, did, didn't look like Jesus. <laughs> Ain't none of y'all business what I said. But it just didn't look like Jesus. And that bothered me all night. I couldn't go to sleep. I had to take my phone out and text that person that I didn't look like Jesus to Brother Daniel. And I said, I know it's late, but I need to apologize to you because I, 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 I got beside myself. That really wasn't me. And that person said, thank you so much. And we gave each other a hug the next day. And I said, now that's what Jesus looked like. Jesus, Jesus even when you, because none of us are perfect. Uh, but when you do wrong, you got to get it right. Don't let the sun go down on your foolishness. 
and none of my other colleagues knew I sent that message. But to the one person whose feelings I hurt, it was personal. Because see, at the end of the day, before I was a senator, I was a child of God. And after I have stopped being a senator, I will always be a child of God. Tell somebody, look like Jesus. Tell your neighbor, act like Jesus. Second key insight taken from this incredible text is this. A small light can transform the darkest places in this world. Uh, as well as the darkest places in someone's heart. You don't have to be grand. Just being nice matters. Ah, thank you, Holy Ghost. You would be surprised how many lives you can touch by just being nice. By just opening the door for somebody with bags in their hand. By just saying to somebody who's got a crying child, and I know it's hard and you're in a public place, but I understand, baby, I've been there. Nice matters. <laughs> nice. All of your Holy Ghost speaking all in languages that you learned as a child, that you call something else, doesn't matter when you're mean and nasty. Can I preach? I, I grew up in the church. And one thing uh, Elder Lovey always had a problem with, nasty people speaking in tongues. <laughs> that almost drove me out of the church. I almost left the church because I thought, man, you, you, you don't even speak to me. When my sister got pregnant, you told her she was a no good and she is going to bust hell wide open and the next Sunday you walk up in here, he come out shot, he come out something. I say the devil is a liar. I was just close to leaving the church. I went to my daddy. Say I can't take this. He says, son, they're not Jesus. He says, don't you base your salvation on what fake people do. But my dad said, keep your eyes on the prize. And he gave me Psalms 121. I will lift mine eyes unto the hills for with cometh my help. My help cometh not from church folk, but it comes. Can I preach? It hurt me. My sister was in college and she got pregnant and it hurt me when church folk turned their backs on her. Hurt me. Keisha, it hurt me. I, just, I said, Lord, if I ever get any position of authority, I'm going to embrace those who are hurt and I refuse to allow nasty people to represent the kingdom. And so if you can't love others, don't you say you represent God. Y'all excuse me. 
But God said you got to get your act together before you try to impress anybody else. A small light can transform the darkest places. You know what my sister told me? My sister Andrina, who's now a first lady in the ministry, who's now doing kingdom work. She said, Dara, the most unsuspecting people in the church, bless me. She said, some of the people in the church put their arms around me. They had no titles, no position. She said, one lady walked up to me and says, daughter, God love you. I've been where you are. She told my sister I was 15 and got pregnant and God didn't throw me away. And that turned my sister's life around. That person whose name I don't even know cut on the light in a dark world. Look at somebody and say, cut on the light. Third and the final insight. We must let our light shine in this world. Not so that we can gain attention or praise. Here's the key. The light ought to shine out, not on. Some of us got light, but we've turned the light on us. Amen. If there's anybody whose light shine on them more than it shines out towards others, it's fake. And it's not of God. If it always has to be about you, it's not of God. It is fake. And so the light ought to shine, not so that the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road can get the glory. We don't need any of that. I had a reporter call me the other week, national reporter, says we want to come and we've chosen some, some, some churches across the country and your church, I want to do something. And I said, no, thank you. And say, you don't understand, this would give your church national attention. I said, God said, not now. Because here's what, and other churches, I saw the article. I saw the article. I saw the article of my friends from Atlanta and others who were in the story. My son says, it could have been you. I said, but God said no. Because there comes a time in all of our lives, and I'm in that season now, where God says the attention ought to go outward, not inward. Uh, it ought to be, and I said, now, if you want to come follow me to a homeless shelter, if you want to come see us minister to others, we'll do it. That's what God says, do. Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Look at somebody and say, God gets the glory. Tell somebody, God gets the glory. God gets the glory. And then I want to leave you with something. We're going to do a demonstration. Here's why we are small light. Because I wrestled with that. And I was asked, why are you calling this small light? Because Jesus is the main light. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Look at somebody and say, you're the small light. You're not the main light. Jesus said in John 8 and 12, I am the light 
of the world. The psalmist said in Psalms 27 and 1, I said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Anybody know that Jesus is the main light? We're just the small light. You're not the big light. You're not the main light. You're not the lighthouse. But you're the light that the lighthouse shine on. Somebody lift those hands and say, shine on me. Say, let the light from the lighthouse shine on me. When Jesus shines on us, then we shine in a dark world. I want to do something special. Stand to your feet. Bring the phone. How many of you have cell phones? Get it out. Get it out right now. Cut off all the lights. Cut off all the lights. And know somebody tell Calvin Show where we're not a nightclub. <laughs> but I got to do what God tells me what to do. Cut off all the lights. All of them. Look at this. And hold your little flashlight up. Hold it. Look at God. Look at God. Look, look, look. Woo. Look, look. Look at all of these small lights. Look at all of these small lights. Woo. Look at somebody say, neighbor, your light plus my light plus others' light will give more light. Woo. Small light. And I purposely asked for my phone, Brother BJ, because I want you to know that your pastor is not the main light. I'm not the main light. I too have a small light. All of us are small lights. Wave that light. Wave it. Wave it. Let the city see you. Look at this visual. Wave it. Wave it. That's all we want to be. I don't care about being the biggest church in the city. I just want to be a small light in a dark world. I don't care about getting our name publicized. I just want to be a small light in a dark world. And if you allow God to use you, if you allow God to use you hold out the light hold it up hold it out shine ah. somebody say use me Lord somebody say use me Lord to light up a dark world and when you do God will turn the world upside down cut them off clap your hands give God now the big light now the main light this is who we are this is who he is somebody praise God because he's the light come on in it somebody help me praise God praise him Somebody make your way to the altar and say, I need thee, Lord. Every hour, I need thee.
bless me now. Anybody want God to bless you right now? Anybody want God to use you? Let God use you. Thank you. Let God use you. Let him use it. Let him use you. God's got to work with your name on it. God's got a job for you to do. Here is your job. Shine your light in a dark world. Miranda Curtis wrote this song simple it says in my life be glorified in my life be glorified but this is the part that I like it and this is the reason I love this song so much for this message you get the glory <laughs> not Pastor Jackson I don't need an anniversary to know that God appreciates me. How do I know God appreciates me? He wakes me up every morning. <laughs> he puts breath in my body. You get the praise. You take the honor. <laughs> Is there anyone want to join me and say, Lord, be glorified in my life come on open your mouth and say Lord be glorified in my life now help me tell God you get the glory you get the praise you take the honor and I'll tell him thank you Ooh, I'll tell him thank you I'll tell him Thank you. Come on, God. Be glorified. Be glorified. Thank you, Bree. Yeah, in my life. In my life. That ought to be your testimony. Be glorified. Be glorified. Say in That's personal.
all over this place. A small light in a dark world. If you want to know what is the assignment of the church, that's our assignment. <laughs> our assignment is to be that light in a dark world. Our assignment is not a spotlight on us, but it is a light that shines in a dark world. Maybe your testimony can prevent the next teenage suicide from happening. Maybe your testimony of how you got pregnant unexpectedly at a young age and how God stood right by your side and God brought you out all right. Maybe you can help another young lady from feeling so bad that she gives up on her faith. Ooh. Maybe your testimony for a young man who grew up in the street uh, uh, and feel like I don't have any help. Uh, maybe you can tell him what God did for you, Daniel. God to do it for others. I saw this young man's testimony. I told him since he's a young man that God's got his hands on you. God fights those who are anointed. But you've got to shine your light and shining your light is tell somebody your story. You get the glory. You get the hands if there's someone here today in order for you to be the small light you need a relationship with the big light <laughs> because you don't generate your own light the light is generated from the power source Ooh. and Jesus is the power source uh, in order for you to cut on your small light Ooh. you need to connect with the big light and if you've not made that connection yet, now is a good time to do it. I would not care about what people think about me. I would not be concerned about who's talking about me. This is you and God. I want to tell you something. As messed up as your life was, it is the kind of testimony God needs to help somebody else overcome their messed up life. Ooh. You've got to shine it. You've got to shine it. I tell my sister all the time, I say, you got to tell that story, baby. She doesn't like public speaking. I said, but you got to tell the story how, how they were going to give up on you. But God had angels uh, who encouraged you. And look at what you've become now. Become that small light so that your small light can transfer, can transform someone's dark life. Let us pray. After this prayer, if you want to make that commitment, 
then meet us at the altar eternal father we thank you thank you for this service thank you for this dedication consecration thank you for all of these small lights keep us focused as a ministry keep us grounded help us not to walk in arrogance but to walk in humility always giving you the honor and the glory for whatever success we may enjoy thank you Lord thank you I'm so glad that somebody became a small light in the life of my sister who now works for the kingdom I'm so glad that somebody became a small light for me and for others I thank you for the testimonies of those who came up during difficulties but they turned that difficulty into a testimony and they shine out that testimony as a small light. Have your way, Lord, as you turn somebody's life around. This is our prayer. This is our request. In your name we pray and give thanks. And the church said amen. Amen. If you're here right now and you want to make that commitment, if you want to rededicate your life to the Lord, come on. You don't have to be perfect right now. Come on, if you're here, thank you, young lady. Thank you, baby. You get the glory. Come on, somebody. Somebody come come in. Thank you. God loves you so much, baby. Thank you. Somebody else. Somebody else walk down that aisle stand. Thank you. Thank you. Look at this young lady walking down the aisle right. Thank you. Thank you. We want to say thank you. Look at God. Look at God. Thank you, Lord. Small light. Anyone else? Come on. You've been listening to the worship services at the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, just off I-77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services live here on the radio. We're also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org, on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you miss any of our services and want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place your order for CD or DVD of today's sermon entitled, A Small Light in a Dark World, please call us at 8703-776-1238. Reference sermon number 020424. Again, the number is 803-776-1238. Sermon number 020424. February is Couples Month at Bible Way. 
Join us as we celebrate Black Victorious Love throughout the month of February by celebrating Black married couples each Sunday during services and at several events. On Saturday, February 24th, the Couples Ministry will tour the International African American Museum in Charleston, South Carolina. For cost, registration, and additional information, go to our website, bwcar.org. That's bwcar.org. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow your financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website at bwcar.org. Or you can give right now from your mobile phone by texting BWCAR. Your giving amount to the number 73256. That's BWCAR and your giving amount to the number 73256. You can also mail your gift to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, P.O. Box 90309. Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please don't mail cash. Financial donations are also being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 noon until 6 p.m. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve.